Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello, hello, and good morning. It is Saturday, which means this is a bonus content, and here's another bonus for you. I have the gent with me. We are in Tunica for the three-day weekend, and um, thought we would come on and Say hello and have coffee with us this morning. Hello, gent. Hello and good morning to all. All right. So the first thing we got to talk about is Jimmy Buffett. He died yesterday. That is a sad day for, uh, I'll go with the commercial thing and say, all us parent heads, which I always wasn't a fan of. If you were a real Buffett fan, you didn't really consider yourself a parent head. That's the commercial commercial way of doing it but that's neither here nor there we lost a great man yesterday absolutely so tell us about the tell us about jimmy buffett what you know how he affected you the songs you liked that kind of thing oh lord you're gonna make me cry oh no i don't want to make you cry (laughs) i don't know when i was probably 10 years old or something i remember my uh cousin had come down and he this was you know so this is 50 something years ago and he had talked about and he played some jimmy buffett and i thought wow that's different you know i'm 10 years old i'm not sure i'm infatuated with it but growing up on the ocean and growing up in the south and uh those lyrics most of his lyrics just kind of hit home there was a lot of the seafaring and a lot of the coastal histories and uh, stuff like that that just stuck with us. And, you know, his lyrics were so different and, you know, it wasn't commercial mainstream. Uh, It was uh, relatable in a lot of ways. Um, So that just made it, you know, part of, you could sing to him too. What would be your favorite Jimmy Buffett song? There's no way to say that. Oh. There's no way to say How about say a favorite that. lyric? Uh, when you think Jimmy Buffett, what's the first thing that comes to mind? God's own drunk and a fearless man. Well, there it, you go. It hung him up. Or, uh, Mr. Bear, I love every hair on your 27-maker body. That's where the 27 acres come from. Yes, okay, it it's does. y'all have to tell you a story. <laughs> the gent and I, he always jokes about his 27 acre body. <laughs> and I'm like, where in the world did that come from? Well, it comes from the Jimmy Buffett song. God's own drunk. God's own drunk. Well, there you go. There you have it. All right, moving on. It is... Um, One it, thing before you go on like okay, that. Okay. There are so many things and... and my wife will tell you this that she'll make a comment and I'll laugh and then I'll make a little snip or comment or something and it's a obscure line from a Seinfeld or a or a Caddyshack or a you know something or a Jimmy Buffett song and it's probably a Jimmy Buffett song so those are you know some or the, of the the young ones or the young ones <laughs> yes you know so these all these obscure little lines that have stuck in my mind Um, They're probably going to come out this coming week and the next month and be lots of Jimmy Buffett little obscure lines of songs that people, you know, don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, not not the songs you know by heart. 
Well, okay. Is and it for all the people who know Jimmy Buffett will understand what I just said? Oh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, see. I'm not. I guess I'm not a real Jimmy Buffett fan because I don't know what you were referring to. I guess that was a lyric from a song. There was an album they put out, "Songs You Know by Heart." Oh. And that's why I said songs you don't know by heart. Very clever. I've married a clevered man. Won't know those lyrics because (laughs) they weren't true Jimmy Buffett fans. All right. Moving on. Rest in peace, Jimmy Buffett. Thank you for all the good times and and music you have given us that will live on forever and ever through generations coming up. Okay. All right. So it's fall, which to me, you know, fall. To me, it starts in September, but it really started, what, last part of August was the official date, like the last week in August sometime. Which means pumpkin spice. Which means pumpkin spice <laughs> and holidays coming up and cooler weather, but it also means I get a happier, happier gent because it's football season. Let's talk about some football. Let's go. Roll. What's, who's, who's playing today, Carrie? Everybody. No, who's playing today? Well, of course, the Georgia Bulldogs are playing. Absolutely. Huge Georgia Bulldogs fan in our family. Y-U-G-E. Huge. Huge. Huge, (laughs) yes. Huge. All right, tell us. Stop. It can... Okay, I got you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Well, we open up the new season, of course, with uh, coming off back-to-back national championships, which is... Uh, kind of a big thing and then uh we've got a lot of new personnel not a new quarterback you know this quarterback we're going to have we've got two five stars and a four star quarterback that are on the roster right now replacing a one two star roster star quarterback that won national championships so there shouldn't be a letdown at the quarterback position uh who's the quarterback uh carson beck will start uh and then we've got two others uh Gunnar Stockton, and uh, uh, I'm looking at the other guy who's probably got more athletic ability and talent than the other two, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, but, you know, a lot of a lot of good players, a lot of, you know, we'll sees coming up. Georgia doesn't have a tremendously tough schedule this year, which is probably a good thing for them. Um, but it'll be exciting, you know, to try to three-peat is – Something that's really impossible to do, and you know, I don't have my huge hopes that I have huge hopes that they'll do it. But you know, there's, you know, when you're at the top of the heap, everybody's coming hunting for you. So we'll see what happens. So I have a question: since they do have an easy schedule this this year, easier, yeah. easier. Do you think that if they do three peat, that will be a tarnishment, like an asterisk on their record? Well, they had an easy season. Well, you know, you still have to play the SEC championship. You still would have to play the first game of the championship series, and then you'd have to play the championship game. So regardless of you, if you have an easier season, you still have to beat several really good teams mm-hmm. before you get to that pinnacle. So, you know, there will be their detractors. You know, there's still people yelling and screaming that, uh, you know, oh, if we'd had our players, y'all wouldn't have beaten us. Yeah, your players, we but you didn't have your players, and you lost. <laughs> anyway, that's just my take on that. All but right. you still have to, you still have to win the game. All right, so I want to talk about something that you we we chatted about not too long ago, and I wrote an article for the Victory Girls blog about Tennessee. No, no, not Tennessee, Texas 
coming into the SEC, but you were you were explaining it to me how ESPN had the big contracts with the SEC, and that's why people are moving around. Can you explain Everyth- that a little bit? It's all everything is all about the money, and that's just the way it is. Um, for teams nowadays, the way it works, SEC has a huge, huge, huge contract with ESPN. Uh, so that allows them coverage, lots of, lots of coverage. Uh, that coverage provides revenue to, of course, the, 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 the conference itself. The conference itself allows that, that in turn brings more players in. And you've got two things working in there. Number one, the more players, the better the teams, the more coverage. Number two, the NIL, which is the contracts for the kids, that promotes the kids to get more money and more contracts. So therefore now that builds upon itself to get more money for kids and their contracts because the company says, okay, you're playing for the SEC. You're going to get more exposure. We're going to give you more money to play an amateur sport. So therefore now that gets now. So all these teams in the SEC are getting more bowl games which now allows more money to come to the SEC, which all that bowl money is divvied up to all the schools. So now if you come into the SEC, not only are you getting additional money through revenue sharing because of the bowl games, you're getting additional money because of the ESPN contracts. So you're making a, I almost said a four-letter word, uh, a lot of money Mm -hmm. to come in and play these Plus, because of the competition you're playing, you have a better chance of making the playoffs and winning national championships. So, therefore, it becomes really a a no-brainer to join one of these conferences. It's kind of like the Pac-12 now. It's no longer going to be the Pac-12 because USC and Utah and... uh, I think Arizona and I can't even remember the other schools. They're leaving in the... Basically, that conference is going to be Oregon State, Washington State. So, will it be called the Pac-12 anymore? Well, you know, realistically, they're probably, they're probably, they, I think they only have ten teams in it right now. So, how <laughs> many how many conferences are there right now? Uh, there are like five major conferences, supposedly. And they are. Oh Lord, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, okay, sorry. All right, ACC, SEC. Uh, Big 12, Big 10, Pac-10. Okay. So what happens, are, are they going to like, the is now they, are they going to, with all this moving around, will some of them dissolve and not be around anymore? Yep. Where's the Southwest Conference? Oh. Southwest Conference used to be Texas, Arkansas, TCU, Texas Tech, Baylor, you know, but it dissolves when, uh, basically dissolved when Arkansas and Missouri, or no, Missouri wasn't part of it. But when Arkansas left, that kind of diminished it, and then they folded, oh. and they went into different okay. conferences. Okay, all right. So, so do you... It's a, you know, it's just, it's just evolution. Yeah, all right. Evolution, and, and now more of this evolution is not because of, of you know, proximity and location and where you are. Now it's more along the lines of how much money can you provide and what can we get out of that. Show me the money. It is. It's all about showing the money. 
you know, one of the things that I've looked at through my years of growing is that professional sports has grown more and more and more. College sports has grown into basically professional sports. If you look at the facilities of what the professionals had versus college versus high school, you've leveled up. And now college facilities look like professional facilities. If you go down to the high school level, what I used to look at as a high school program and all, you look at it now, you go back and look at it, it looks like a college where they're playing their football nowadays. And, you know, a lot of the high schools are getting to that point where, you know, you look at the uh, modern days and the IMG and St. John Bosco and St. Joseph's and all this, especially in basketball, but in football too, you know, they've got 15, 20 five-star athletes playing on their team. And you look at their roster and they're from all around the country they've come in to play football at a particular school. That's not a high school team. That's a all-star team that they've recruited or not really recruited, but people have paid for their kid to go there because he know, they know that they're going to get training to get to the next level of their athletic sport. So therefore, you know, all this has just kind of changed and morphed into it. And what's it about? Money. Money, money, money. That's it. All right. Show me the money. All right. So what else do you want to talk about? <sighs> it's going to be a good day. All right. It's going to be a good day, Tater. I guess we can leave it at that. Do you have a question of the day for anyone? All right. We're going to do a question of the day, and I'm going to let the gent ask it. My question of the day would be to anyone listening, what is your favorite Jimmy Buffett song. The only thing that we say about that is that you can't answer it if you say Margaritaville or Cheeseburger in Paradise. Has to be something else. Has to be something else. All right, I like that. Good deal. All right. Thank you all for listening. Say bye. Bye. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Have a great Saturday and the rest of your weekend. Bye. What's that? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy!